Uh, good evening, everyone. It's Jason Powers. Uh, getting ready to well, get my gloves on here and kind of walk around a little bit. So, let's see. Well, yesterday was JFK's, I guess, say the 59th remembrance of his uh, assassination. And ever since that time, probably, like, there's always markers in history. That's certainly been one of the ones that's probably been uh, the most uh, convoluted and uh, certainly misunderstood. I've uh, echoed before on this podcast that uh, if any Trump, if any uh, president, and I just gave away, uh, kind of echoes the the plight of uh, JFK. It's probably Trump. They have very a lot of similarities. Uh, you know their administration length. You know one one term. One uh, obviously JFK didn't make it to a full term, and then their uh, their uh, successor's policies are reminiscent. Uh, taking the country in a different direction, a very vastly dark direction. I think we could uh, agree to that if uh, we wanted to really get into it. Um, JFK was uh, known for his uh, desire to to wind down Vietnam. He he made an order. I think it was. I think it's called NAM two six three. Where he was looking to move, remove or move out approximately a thousand um, advisors, and he had made that order uh, in October of uh, <clears throat> 1963, and just days after, uh, literally days after his assassination, LBJ countermanded that order, reversed it, just like. Biden did with many of uh, Trump's uh, executive orders uh, and uh, policies. Uh, Say, for example, the Keystone Pipeline, um, introduction of CRT and uh, military training, CRT in general and inside the federal government, whereas Trump had uh, made initiatives to just the opposite of that end. And, uh, yeah, so there's the, the pivotal moment of... Of a situation which, of course, uh, wasn't more than three or four months later. I think it was February of 1964 that uh, <clears throat> LBJ had his uh, NAM. Uh, it was a 273, where in it laid the 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 talking point or the initiatives to to ramp up what would become uh, the full scale Vietnam War. And we know how that ended. <clears throat> it took 11 years later. <laughs> And that ended in disgust, sorry. Can't help it. I got a, I've been having a lot of phlegm lately, phlegm issues. So anyways, so that took 11 years. So uh, and getting back to similarities between the two, you know, obviously Trump, you can say, say what you will. You could say ladies man or uh, 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 certainly had lots of relationships uh, you know, 
sought after John Kennedy, known for his dalliances. We, we've heard the, the scuttlebutt, scuttlebutt about Marilyn Monroe and a host of others that were very close to the Kennedys, not just John. Um, they both had a fathers who were uh, in their had a shady backgrounds, business operations. Joseph P. Kennedy, I think, worked for uh, FDR, if I'm not mistaken, with the, I think, the fledgling SEC. I think he even labeled him. He said, well, how do you, how do you stop crooks? You have to appoint a crook. So Joe, Joe P.'s uh, uh, reputation preceded him. Um, uh, Donald's uh, dad, I forget what his name, forget the name of his dad, who, uh, you know, uh, Fred, I think it's Fred Trump. <clears throat> I might be wrong, but uh, was uh, you know into the real estate and has had his issues, and uh, that's there again. You know, goes without saying. Similar policies, withdrawal policy. Trump tried to get out of uh, uh, the Middle East, uh, actually more in one place, and Congress had a shit fit about that. Whereas when Kennedy tried to do this. I one could say the the original deep state, <laughs> your CIA and others, which no one ever seems to cotton to. They think it just it just took a lone gunman. Couldn't couldn't possibly be anything else. It could never be anything else. I would. That's just inconceivable. Though there are many people by now that have accepted the reality that it did happen. They don't know the exact who. And you're never going to know the exact who, unless, of course, there's someone who's uh, got the diary out there and it somehow got passed down. But, you know, people have a tendency to want to live and they don't have uh, a lot of guts. And, of course, they'll be called every name in a book by the Praetorian media that must protect D.C., which is another part of this. So Kennedy was lauded and praised, called Camelot and all this other uh, propaganda regarding Kennedy. Uh, Trump, prior to his running for office, he was well-known, famous, appeared in movies, was, you know, commercial-friendly, uh, had the, what, number one, it wasn't number one, it's like top five show, The Apprentice, I think the first couple of seasons on NBC, you know, very well-liked, uh, appeared, you know, went to the White House, he knew the Clintons, certainly had, uh, had interactions with them. Um, <clears throat> had his uh, dealings with other people. And then the media turned and drove a stake through him and spent the last six plus years trying to convince you that he's a Russian asset. Well, if he was a Russian asset for so long, why was the media back in the, I mean, there's been reports they've, they've gone back through the 80s and 90s. What that should tell you is the media always is lying to you or certainly withholding information to use it for when they want to for maximum impact, if that's really the case. If they have that such dirt, they constantly are, uh, these are like nuggets that the intel apparatus must hold back, and they use it for maximum impact in case you refuse to bow to their whims. Seems quite interesting that people don't really get, can't, can't grasp that picture that, uh, you're being played by a media, a complex that won't tell you and wait forever. Primary example, CBS this week. 
they decided they uh, quote unquote acknowledged the hunter the veracity of the Hunter Biden laptop. I published I don't know how many articles on on my uh, now dying website, which I had established three years ago. And when I say dying website, it's just I can't afford the I can't afford a renewal of it. Uh, I kept it operating for the last three years. And just so you know, I formulated it or put it together roughly during Thanksgiving of uh, 2019. That's where I was at. I, I decided that I wanted to, to uh, put this together. And, you know, lots. when I put it together, I didn't know that it would become as useful or, um, let's just say, um, uh, focused as it was on certain aspects of information and sharing of all kinds of articles and uh, research and, and books and the whole, the whole spectrum of things that's uh, occurred over the last few years. But getting back to the CBS thing, isn't it interesting that it took them two years? And this was right after they, they sabotaged their, uh, <clears throat> their, uh, their Twitter, they 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 try to complain that Elon Musk is a threat to their flat, a threat to uh, uh, news reporters, like it's a dangerous place because of all the quote. I, I I don't know what they exactly said, but they said we're going to monitor the issue while we uh, leave the platform for a while, and then suddenly they come back on the platform, and they use Catherine Herridge who. Uh, you know, had some, uh, used to have some credibility, but then she does this puff piece, uh, you know, about vetting it and plays the uh, audio that makes like Joe Biden is actually a caring person, you know, you know, basically one of those, I, I, I don't know, I can't re repeat it verbatim, but it was like, well, champ, just get back in touch with me. I really want to catch up with you about these things. There's going to be this article and blah, blah, blah. It's kind of like that's Joe Biden trying to, uh, you know, you know, uh, <laughs> talk to his weasel son, his weasel, sexual, sex craze, money hungry, money grabbing, influence peddling, you know. <laughs> I could come up with all kinds of adjectives. It, it would go on for 15 minutes probably tied to the the real hunter biden i'm waiting for someone to put that book out of course you know nowadays people's attention spans on stories and whoever uh, is uh, shattered by the media <clears throat> and they the perception of presence which you know J jfk is often uh, ranked highly amongst presidents in terms of what he legitimately accomplished, I put him, I put him in the middle of the pack. But then again, uh, accomplishments are uh, uh, based upon the eye of the beholder, and accomplishments have a lot to do with you know doing and what the long-term impact and the shaping of whatever you think America is. For example, <clears throat> many people will rank FDR very high because of the they say, oh, he managed to get through the Great Depression and a, you know, the winning of World War II. Well, I mean, if you think about the amount of of social programs that got started, you know, whether you call Social Security 
and people don't realize that the only reason why Social Security was set up the way it was, was at the time, the average life expectancy was a whole lot lo lower, and you can argue until you're blue in the face with me, but it was. It was roughly around 65. Retirement age was 60. Roughly life expectancy at that particular moment, as they particularly measured it, was shown to be 65. So they they figured even if you paid into the system, half the people would be dead before you know, their time to collect out of the system would make it available. Obviously, after FDR was gone, they've made all kinds of changes. Life expectancy is greater. And, of course, there's a huge hole in the, the system because most people live long past their the, expectant, uh, the, the retirement age until, of course, recently they've moved up the retirement age. Like, I don't know what it is right now because I never expect to receive any Social Security. I've accepted that. A lot of people out here probably won't. They'll say, well, they just stole your money. You're right. They did. They stole your money. They're not planning on ever paying off or paying uh, people for all the money they paid into the system. They just aren't. I hate to break the news to you, but that's just the way it's going to be. Because, you know, and, and even if you, let's just say they gave it to you. Let's just say for whatever they get, they gave you whatever, you earned a thousand bucks or $1,500 or whatever it is. Uh, by time you get it, say you're, say you're 60 right now. And I think it's like 69, I think it is now. So uh, you got a decade more. In a decade, is $1,500 going to be worth anything to you? Because you know they're not going to, they're not going to, add in they're not going to move that up or if they do it's going to be it'll still be understated versus the your uh, cost of living or whatever at that point they're going to pay you they're going to get they won't even give you enough money to basically pay for your housing let's i'm just assuming by then unless you already have your house paid off which most people in order for you to even think about retiring at age 69 you will have to have had your house paid off and i i know i've gone off track here but just hear me out so the idea here is you're going to have to try to live on that $1,500. You have to already have your house paid off. You have to hope that your electric bill is like, say, under 150 bucks a month or something like that. Uh, so let's just say it's you and a, another person that are living together. Let's say your food uh, bill is relatively, uh, if you want to eat well, it's going to be a thousand bucks. But if you want to eat like, you know, nothing. Yeah, you could probably get it down to 500 or something. I mean, you could be stingy with your money and, you know, never really eat out, never, uh, you know, never eat the high life, the good meat or anything like that. You might not even be able to eat meat by then, <laughs> given the way these people are thinking about doing us all in. So what I'm saying is all this Social Security is no Social Security the welfare system is broke, which was created basically under LBJ, at least. The medical, the Medicare, Medicaid, that was created under the Great Society, the guns and butter. LBJ was a wreck of a present. But between him and FER, they set up the first two pillars, and then Obama cleaned you off with uh, the ACA, which isn't, hasn't disappeared. And a lot of people are still on it, and some people believe in it, and other people know better. Uh, this is just where you're at. This is where we've uh, 
this is the the path and the journey. And then, of course, Joe Biden is completing Obama 2.0 with Susan Rice as a domestic policy advisor, whereas before Susan Rice was the foreign policy person under Obama. Now she's in the domestic side and she's an evil person. Don't let anyone (laughs) fool you. She is a and she's probably been writing and helping uh, <laughs> O'Biden write these executive orders, which, uh, you know, that's part of this, too. And people will complain about Trump's use of executive orders. Well, you could complain about all the president's use of executive orders for anything. You can go back through and every president, FDR was one of the most prodigious executive order writers over his over his long term, and I mean, he wrote a shit ton of executive orders. I think even more than probably, uh, at least from what I've I remember, it's 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 multiples of all like the last three or four presidents put together. That tells you how much executive uh, overreach. That's when Congress just <clears throat> uh, just gave away their power. This is the reason why you have 435 agencies that are ma- that are underneath the executive branch. And now here's the irony is, while people complain about Trump and his writing of executive orders, how many of those executive orders were actually carried out according to the way they were written? How many of those agencies did anything that he actually told them to do? We, we know there was reports that the, that the DOD, the military, and the State Department misreported the amount of troop levels that we had in places like Syria and uh, what you call it, near Turkey, uh, Iran, and, and that kind of uh, area. I can't remember uh, the, the Kurds. So there was a, there's a little section there where it's across three or four countries with the Kurdish rebels who are communists from what I've been told. Uh, he had tried to withdraw troops from that area and Congress, you know, wrote up a little nasty grant bill. It wasn't a bill. It was more like a censuring of him saying, you know, this is a this is a bad policy. But, you know, that's okay. It's okay to be, you know, counter countermanding the executive when you hate the executive. And, of course, there'll be lots of people who'll believe and say, well, he was illegitimate. We could do that. It's kind of what Kennedy was facing. He didn't. He didn't particularly care for uh, his uh, his uh, CIA director told him to kick rocks, and sure enough, on the Warren Commission, uh, <laughs> you had the uh, they brought back Dulles to be the uh, be one of the chief uh, parties in the, the the investigation of the Kennedy assassination. Of course, you know they came up with the lone gunman theory and. That was enough to sell it to most of the American people who are still still believe that there's, you know, still good people in Washington, D.C. that wouldn't do them any harm. And it's quite amazing that to this day, there's still people who, you know, when you if you look at anything on social media, there's enough tweets. <laughs> and I hate using Twitter as your, your as the filter through which uh, to see this, but certainly there's enough legitimate accounts who are either pumping out lies or actually believe this stuff uh, to keep the to keep the messaging on that uh, you know it's okay to avoid questions like today 
when we talk about executives. So Biden had a uh, use of Fauci, and Fauci's getting ready to go out to pasture. He shows up today, and uh, Carrie uh, Pugine, whatever her name is, uh, told a, uh, a reporter asked a question, and she didn't want to. She didn't want that question to be answered. She stepped in. It's like ho 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 ho. That's not the way we do it here. It's quite entertaining that these people are so scared of questions, which goes to show you that they have something to hide. It's just like the rest of the narrative that's been pushed on people. When someone doesn't want to ask answer questions, you got a problem. Hold on a second. So yes, asking uh, Anthony Fauci questions is is such a burden on the executive branch. And there were people like, well, he need, they, these reporters need to learn to wait their turn. And, and I mean, there were so many people that are so slavish. They have such a slavish mentality to to protecting uh, narratives uh, in front of them. They, 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 of course, you know, they they bought all this Kool Aid. They they enjoy being run by the agencies. They think these people would never lie to them about anything. Or if they do, they say, well, it's for your own good. But when Trump made a statement, not only was he lying to you, but he meant to do evil for it. He, need, he meant to do absolute harm to you. He was out to take care of all of you because he hated, every, he hated everybody who didn't agree with him. No, he liked to troll people who didn't, that didn't agree with him. And they would get all butthurt about it because how dare the president ever troll them but it's kind of interesting when the left trolls people a leftist president like Barack Obama who would per, per, had a great propensity to do such things you know when he used to say oh these people cling to their god and guns well we could certainly cling to our uh, cling to uh, our, our uh, lord and savior you know maybe because whether you believe or not think of it this way we cling to the there's there's hope after life. We cling we cling to the fact that we are nothing to this world, and as far as the guns are concerned, yeah, we kind of like our protection from the government that would li li literally enslave us in a new would not even a New York minute if they had the chance. But of course, you know, being being the the good little socialist activist that he is, uh, he would gladly destroy anything. And that's what he's been doing. He's been the most subversive president ever was probably, at this point, was Obama. Joe Biden isn't subversive. I mean, he, he, he's going to undermine the foundations of this entire country uh, because he will never be stopped because we don't have the gumption. I mean, I want to think more highly. I want to be more positive. I want other people to be more positive. But I'm also, I'm going to, say something here. I think the left is called called the right's bluff. And I don't even like playing left-right. I think we all should unite together, but uh, it's going to be pretty hard. I think we may be just uh, going to go full communist. We're going to become just like, or certainly we'll become just like Russia. We're going to have a, we're going to have a catastrophic failure. We're going to have lots of people that are going to get hurt. The authoritarianism will come in because that's just what happens. And then 
we'll have a couple. Yeah, assuming we don't blow ourselves to smithereens, we'll spend the next uh, 40 to 50 years under the under the enslavement of a totalitarian regime, if not forever, because we don't have enough people with enough common sense to 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 fight this. And by common sense, they're just too they're just too afraid to to dare to to take on the system because they see it as biting the hand that feeds them, which it isn't. It doesn't feed you. It enslaves you. It's never going to feed you. I mean, you hear the rumblings of, uh, so they're already putting restrictions in England on the amount of eggs you can get, and that's going around the country there in Australia and other places. There's going to be power issues, you know. All this stuff comes to a head, and now the massive corruptions that came out with uh, SBX or FT FTX with SBF uh, are coming to light more and more. Uh, and that's just a dominoing, which, of course, has given the, 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 the powers that be the ultimate uh, upper hand when it comes to people who want to decentralize uh, off, of the, off the grid with uh, crypto. Because, of course, here's the thing. It's all attached to electronic transactions, power, electricity. I mean, even if you have so, I, I, you know, I'm not going to pretend to know how crypto works or, or whatnot, but I know those are some key elements that have to work in order for it to actually work uh, instead of going back to just a localized barter system, which most people are going to wind up having to do. And like I said, I know this is all over the place, but it's kind of the segue of the fact that when you get rid of a president like Trump or like JFK, the next guy has used that 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 fulcrum. You know, JFK, you could say, they used the power of his assassination to run roughshod over the Constitution. You know, people laud and praise the civil rights era and, and stuff. And yes... There's a legitimacy to that, but there's also a lot of things that were done poorly there. And, of course, messaging is everything. The Democrats have gotten better with messaging because they generally own all the media, and the media are the big media. They're all undermined by people that we could delve into, and if we did, people wouldn't like the answers we would give from that. Because certain people don't give up power and control, especially when they have the market cornered in a certain system, particularly uh, the media, just like academia, just like uh, the agencies of the United States. These people are power-hungry fools, and they like their little, they like their little silo, and they have to keep a firm grasp over it. So that has generated a host of narratives that people have had to either stand up against or eventually they just swallow them whole without any discernible understanding of what goes on. So LBJ was able to uh, get a long way with his other policies external to the domestic things. For example, pushing and the Gulf, of the Gulf of Tonkin incident. The same way you could say uh, the United States has used the Ukrainian uh, situation, I'll call it that, it, the war, and you can blame Russia and the proxy war. Once again, another proxy war, uh, and it just, just so happens, like I said over and over again, 
that we went over there and we made threats to Russia. So, based upon those threats, they said, okay, then we're going to do what we're going to do. And maybe the, we don't know the entire breadth and scope of those threats. And that was made in late 2021. So we don't know what all was said because they never released a uh, transcript of the, the meeting between Victoria Newland and the Russian counterparts, which is to say we'll never know the full story. And, of course, you'll never get it out of her mouth. And, oh, she's... She was one of uh, Bush's top minions. She worked uh, under Dick Cheney, another asshole. And then she worked in the Obama administration. And we know she was in Ukraine in 2014 when they did the Maidan revolution. So, yes, she's very important. And because of her, and because of the way Biden has used her, of course, just so happens that Biden was uh, the, the top guy. That was a part of his portfolio was Ukraine and China. And, of course... Now he's president. Now he sends over his chief uh, uh, a girl that he has on a string, and she goes over there. And what do you know? We're right back into it. If you can't see a pattern, then you don't, well, I don't know. Oh, well, it's kind of a nice day. I'm going to see if I can I say nice day. It's at least uh, not as cold as it was the other the other day, so... I'm going to upload this. Happy Thanksgiving and uh, say your prayers.